This is an AMI podcast. I'm Kelly McDonald. I'm Ramia Amadin, and this is Kelly and Ramia. I think we're making up rumors again. You think there's a oh, missing chair at AMI? A chair that was supposed no, no, to be no, mine? No, 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 no. Let's be, let's be exact. I'm like, I tell you, stolen? gossip, gossip's only good if it's accurate. And the chair that is supposed to be getting to you for that space right there in the main studio, uh-huh. I think has arrived. I think is being Allegedly. examined by someone else and said, mm, "This is a nice chair. Allegedly. Let's find a replacement other chair that exists here." For Ramya, allegedly. Allegedly. That's the rumor you were cooking up over there. Cooking up? I think we Based all know Based on just that. a thought of mine. <laughs> Based I on heard the it was already uh, in the facility. Rumors that may have started through Kelly McDonald. Uh, no, now, no, 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 you can't say that. You can't do I, that. If this is allegedly true, then we'd like our chair back, but I don't think it I'll is. I'll be right back. I'm here. sorry. I got to pick up this chair that just arrived at my <laughs> yeah, uh, unit. It got sent yeah. to London. Wrong address. <laughs> Anyways, I'm, I'm just uh, uh, still waiting for my chair is all. That's that's. Well, you know where else it could be? It could have been sent to the UK. Maybe, maybe. You know, I mean, we'll we've got to, to keep out. good support for our contributors. That's great. That's as crazy as you talking about the sun earlier in the show and mm-hmm. then going to Sundays. I know. So wow, good. awesome. Anyway, folks, let's welcome in Fern Lullum from the UK for our bi-weekly check-in. What's on your mind? I'm Fern Lullum from the UK, and whether serious, silly, or somewhere in between, I've got you covered. Let's face it, the most effective therapy is a chat with your bestie. So, sometimes, ladies and gentlemen, I have to say that when you run a program like we do, and we're so honoured by what things our contributors get into... Once this is another rumor forming, by the way, Rum. I'm just just trying to give you a heads up. Mm-hmm. Um, sometimes what happens is things happen that are really big. <laughs> People suddenly, funny enough, don't have time to come on our show anymore. They they <sighs> get a life or something, and, and it can happen. Um, folks, we're talking today about the new Netflix miniseries, All the Light We Cannot See. Fern Lullum, welcome back. Hello. Don't worry, I haven't got a life. I'm still more than happy to be on your show. And with you jokes and glad links we already like hear you that. just did, I mean, I can see why you're on the radio. Mm. I was going to say, or you can see how come we lose people. It's not they get a better opportunity, they just get <laughs> insulted and leave. Well, I wasn't going to say that, but, you know. <laughs> you put it into something positive, Fern. <laughs> yes. Practicing what oh we Oh, my preach. gosh. Good. Fern, where are we going today? We are going to be talking, as you mentioned there, about all the light we cannot see. Yes, we are indeed. It's a very exciting mini-series that has been recently released on Netflix. And it's exciting because the leading lady herself is a very talented blind lady. And the audio description was done by another very well-loved blind lady as well. I'll Mm. tell you more about her in a bit. Okay. Mm. I hear the lineup. You hear it? Like the lineup of people <laughs> signing her to do more work. I may have already oh, spoiled well, it for people, but we'll see. Yeah, well, you know, well, she, she, you know, the fact is we'll get into that a little later on uh, as we get onto that subject later on. Firstly, tell us a little bit about the story without giving away any spoilers, please, because everyone's going to go watch it. 
Absolutely, I should think so too. The story, basically, it revolves around a young, kind of a teenage uh, girl in France, in Nazi-occupied France, the Second World War, and her name is Marie, and she is a blind young lady. And it also, the other main character of this series is a German soldier, young German man called Werner, and it's basically about how their two worlds collide because Marie and her family are working with the French resistance. Werner has been employed as a soldier to find he's very good with radio technology. So he has been, his task basically is to find and track down anyone who is working for the French resistance using the radio. And you can imagine that's how they come together. Mm. Oh, yeah. And like as a book, this has so much wonderful reputation behind it as well. So the person who plays Marie, uh, Aria Mia Loberty, is blind. And I'm very curious about how the casting went about to find her. Yeah, so amazing, really. Um, they put out a casting call, as you can imagine, for actresses and particularly blind actresses who would like to step up and do this role. And you didn't have to necessarily have any experience. So it was basically, you know, they put it out just to, to anyone, really, not just to actresses. And as you can imagine, the response was huge because who doesn't want to be in a Netflix miniseries? Mm. So... Aria, um, at the time, she was not an actress, it just so happened, and funnily enough, she didn't really have any aspirations to become an actress. She had done a bit of kind of like funny messing about like you do with your family at home when she was young, but she'd never thought that acting would ever really be for her. But when she heard about this, she heard about it from her um, mobility instructor, and she sort of thought at the time, well, I'm not going to go for this, but it would be really nice if a blind person actually got this because, you know, it'd be authentic and representation and all of that. So she said, no, you know, don't be silly. I'm not going to go for it. The next day, her orientation and mobility instructor asked her again, just said, are you sure? Are you sure you don't want to go for this? Because, you know, you, you could do it. <laughs> um, and she said no again. But then later, you know how it is. You're sort of thinking about it. You start thinking about it. And she thought, do you know what? What have I got to lose? I might as well just send in an audition and see what happens. And there you go. The rest is history. She got the part. Wow. 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 And it got such rave reviews in Toronto at the film festival. Absolutely tremendous. And Fedora's off to the production team for being persistent. And the little bit I've, I've that I know of out there and, and film stuff that I, I've been involved in over the last few years, um, talking to people, there is such a move to try to, to make that attempt. And I think more people writing and producing are finding it a bit easier to find people and saying, how can we do this, even though we know there's a little lacking in experience out there, not an interest to be an actor, and I'm sure her life has changed so much for it. Um, are there any particular parts in the movie, in the series that, that had themes that really resonated with you? Yeah, definitely. There is so much hope within the series. And, you know, obviously it's very serious, a lot of it, because it is about the war. But there are some amazing themes. I just want to say, you know, even just that, the story of her getting that part, um, Aria, just goes to show that, you know, go for things, because you just never know. Even when you think, no, this could never happen, you just never know. It might happen to you. So I think one of my favourite themes from the series, and also in the book, is Marie's relationship with her dad, because that's quite a, a sort of a major theme towards the beginning of the book. We see her growing up and her dad, and, and you know, I'm sure that 
there are a lot of parents with blind children who wonder, you know, what do I do? How can I be a good parent? I want to support them, yes. but equally I don't want to hold them back. And what um, Marie's dad does is he makes her a model of the city where they're living in so that she can feel all of the streets and all of the little places and, and find her way around with her fingers so that when she goes outside, she knows she's kind of mentally mapped it in her mind right. as to right. where she's going. And what I love about that is that it's this gorgeous blend of I am going to help you. I'm going to support you. I'm going to be here for you. I'm going to, you know, make something that's going to help you to figure this out, but I'm not going to do it for you. I'm then going to send you out into the world and have that faith and trust in you that you can then be independent and go off and do your own thing. And I think that's just lovely. Mm. Now that you're out, I'll just lock the door. Oh, I'm sorry, for I'm mixing sure. them up with Ramya's mom. <laughs> That's what my parents do too, yeah. <laughs> That's right. Uh, yeah, I was starting to feel so connected to Marie. So <laughs> it's wonderful to see blind representation in such a popular, well-known, well-received series, Fern. How do you think that this can help uh, just overall with, I don't know, reputation for the community, maybe just like some healing for the community even? There's so much that comes with this it got so deep absolutely well for one like i said about the hope you know to actually see somebody doing this and to think because i know when i was growing up i thought well what will it be possible for me to do even if i believe that i can do something will other people and so to have this now where blind people growing up or, or you know blind people in general can look at this actress and say oh, this is achievable, you know, this is in my reach now. And I think more generally for everyone, sighted or otherwise, just to sort of say, these are breaking down some barriers. This is education. And it's breaking down this fear that if you have a disability or if you become disabled, you can no longer do what you want to do. You know, mm. disability kills your dreams. That's not necessarily true, as we all know. And it's really good to highlight that and to just say, look, let's look at this differently. And I know for Aria, one of the things she said is that it was nice to portray a blind character, not in a really stereotypical way, you know, because mm -hmm. quite often in the media, we see all of these misconceptions, you know, blind people kind of like feeling their way around, crawling around on the floor, you know, all that sort of thing and just to see somebody who actually just looks like another person like all of us do you know in the disabled community it doesn't have to be this kind of over the top stereotype it can just be a person and to kind of break those stereotypes down yeah. just by yeah. showing somebody the reality right like not the well, superhero and not the super disabled but also oh. the barriers are still looked at right like you talked about uh, even groundbreaking things that her father was doing for the character mm. that is still addressed Mm -hmm. And they're looking yeah, at it right now saying, look at us, saying, hey, look at those fools. I can do that. Mm. <laughs> Can't we yeah. well, yeah. And I think one of the things that you're saying here too, Fern, that I, I really think is a wonderful, wonderful thing about it is we talk about the individual, how empowering. We talk about the family members that say, I guess my kid isn't made of glass. I shouldn't be so afraid. But we're also seeing that hope that, hey, man, there's other opportunities out there, including, you know, whether it's an actor, whether it's a singer, or even let's oh, talk a little bit about the audio description here with this. I mean, who's this uh, blind narrator? A anybody we might it's possibly know. beloved lady, yeah. Oh, well, you know, she is so well loved in the blind community. In fact... She's your bestie, your bestie from the, UK. Bestie from the UK. It was me. Can you believe? I know, I know you're it. completely shocked by that. <laughs> I had a feeling. 
Congratulations, Fern. Oh, my goodness. Even on Twitter, getting interviewed and everything through, uh, I believe that was the Q&A oh. uh, at the actual uh, nice. London, England showing, right? The what? debut. That That's that right. Was? I had to get up on the stage. Nearly fell off the stage at one point, but I survived. Oh my God. It's all right. <laughs> Yeah, no, it was okay. amazing. Stage is our best friend. Oh, <laughs> oh I know. Seriously? Well, and, it, and actually, it was my sighted guide that sort of said, oh, move, just move a little bit to your right. And she went, oh, no, not like that. Not, oh. not that <laughs> but oh, it was God. all right. That was just in the practice run. So, you know, that's why you should oh, have Oh, thank God. That's why we have dress rehearsals, yep. to practice yeah, exactly. not falling off stage. Okay. If you fell off, could you imagine how mean she would have looked? Oh, mm. that's awful to do that. <laughs> oh, that poor girl. Yeah, it's all hurtful. Yeah. Um, <laughs> How was it? How was the process? How did you get involved? What was it like actually recording the AD? It was a whirlwind of a process. I got contacted by IDC, um, who did the uh, audio description, and, you know, amazing writers, wonderful director. And I worked with Josh, my other half. He is possibly the most patient man in production, uh, sat there with me while I did all of the lines, and he placed them all in the right time codes. Some of them, you know, were quicker than others, and, you know, we had to do a bit of fiddling around and making sure it all worked to time. But it was just such a special project to be involved in because I could connect so much to what I was talking about, you know, and what the, the story was happening. And so it just really is a, a career highlight, I think, for me. I'll always look back on this one and think, yeah, that was great. Did you? Yeah. Um, and definitely hours and hours, I'm sure, yeah. really doing yes. it too. Yeah. Oh, yes. <laughs> Fern, did you read the book or know the story before you started the AD script? No, I didn't. And I feel very ashamed. And I must go and read the book. I know it's very, very long, but mm. I think it, I've heard from a lot of people that it's very, very good. So yeah, Same. I need to do yeah. that. That is amazing, Fern. I think that's great. Really quick, Fern, do you think audio description is progressing in quantity, quality? Uh, and what would your, you know, what would be your message to audio providers to make it better? Mm. Well, I think the quantity is still quite low, but it is so important to get the quality as well, because of course we could just have, you know, robotic voices and AI doing it all for us. But why would you want that when you could have someone like me uh, chatting to you on, on your audio description? Um, a message to the providers, aside from just, you know, I'm available if you need me. <laughs> um, uh, the other <laughs> message would be connect with your audience, ask blind and visually impaired people their opinions, because it's so important important to have real inclusion, not just the inclusion of giving audio description, but the inclusion of having blind and visually impaired people actually in the process yeah. as well. Yeah. yeah. Well, I hope the interviews keep coming your way, keep informing people so that we keep getting more wonderful audio description and opportunities for those in it, but also getting that chance to put to work and hear the real story and the passion behind someone, especially in this case, who could relate to that. Fern, uh, we'll talk to you in a couple of weeks. Thank you so much. Have a great show. Thank you. Fern Lullum joins us every other Thursday opposite What in the World. So we got private grocery stores in Cuba, and apparently they're thriving, but only a few people can afford them. So I'm not sure why they exist at all, but we'll learn more about That's it. That's why they're private. On the Buzz with Bill Shackleton after the break. Keep it here for more of Kelly and Ramya on AMI-tv. Join me every couple weeks for the Outdoors with Lawrence Gunther podcast, where we learn about outdoor tech and tips. Plus, we look at news affecting the environment. AMI's Outdoors with Lawrence Gunther is available from your favorite podcast provider.